Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you along with Dr. Michael Shermer. Michael Carl Sagan, the late Carl Sagan, believed that there were extraterrestrials out there, but did not believe we were visited either. Yeah, that's right. That's my position. Although, again, I wouldn't use that word believe because uh, that, that suggests that, you you know, there's evidence and there's just no evidence yet. Uh, again, so when we say that they're probably out there, it's 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 kind of a Bayesian reasoning kind of argument that you as, you kind of assign probabilities based on the uh, conditions that you're looking at. So you know, a hundred billion stars per galaxy, a hundred billion to a trillion galaxies. There's just so many opportunities. It would be stunning if we were the only ones. It's possible, but you know, they're probably out there. Uh, but but again, I, I can't say I believe it because that would suggest that I, I have evidence, and I don't. Nobody does. So Would, would you say the um, eyewitness testimony is evidence? Well, so now you're talking about the second question, have they come here? Because eyewitnesses aren't going to help us for detecting life on some other uh, st- st- star system, right? So uh, here you're talking about have they come here. No, the eyewitness testimony is, is just abysmal. It's terrible. Uh, not not just for that, but for court cases, for murders and homicides and whatnot, it's, it's terrible. Uh, you know, people misremember, they exaggerate, and, you know, it just, it, we're not, you know, memory is not a video camera that records high fidelity, and you play it back in the theater of your mind. It just doesn't work that way. So it's not trustworthy. Again, for, from a scientific perspective, for us to say we know we've been visited, it has to be unmistakable. You know, here's an actual spacecraft or a body, you can see it, I can see it, the National Academy of Science can study it, you know, it's published, you know, in peer-reviewed journals, and scientists from around the world could look at it, you know, these grainy videos and blurry photographs and anecdotes about things that go bumping in, in the sky, uh, you know, that's, it's not enough, it's just not, I mean, it, <laughs> I, it would be fantastic if, you know, we discovered we, we had been visited, it would be truly amazing, it would be so exciting. 
I don't think. I'm not one of those people that thinks, uh, you know, the economy would collapse and there'd be political un- right. uh, uh, unrest and so on. No, I think it would be, you know, the most exciting thing ever. And, you know, scientists would be celebrating and, and applying for more grants. <laughs> so scientists, contrary to the myths you hear, they would love to embrace this. There'd be no conspiratorial cover-up at all. Are you confident that there are miracles that happen? Miracles. Well, it depends what you mean by that. You know, if you mean million to one odds, some you know kind of intuitive right. sense of miracles. Yeah, those happen all the time. Statistically speaking, the very unlikely will happen if there's enough opportunities for it to happen. As they say, uh, million to one odds happen 300 times in a day in America. I mean, just or 300 million Americans. You're just going to get weird things happening. But if you mean by miracle an actual intervention by a deity into the world to alter something, no, there's no evidence for that. And that's been tested. You know, the um, Templeton Foundation funded a massive study at Harvard Medical about the effects of prayer on uh, medical outcomes of heart patients and found no statistically significant difference. In fact, the prayed-for group did slightly worse than the not-prayed-for group, although not statistically so. So there's been attempts to test that, and it hasn't borne out. There's lots of anecdotes, but the problem with anecdotes is you only hear the ones that came out, the survivorship bias, that is, the people that got prayed for and they survived. What about all the the loving Christian families who prayed for their loved ones with cancer and their loved ones died, right? We, we don't hear about them, but that's what usually happens with cancer, unfortunately. Or, you know, the Christian soldiers who uh, were mutilated or killed in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, we hear about the miracles, the handful of miracles, but never about, you know, what happens to most of them who are injured or, you know, like that. Where was God for those? So that, that seems to me a problem. You might get visited this Christmas by the Christmas spirits from the uh, Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you mean my wife putting presents under the tree for me, yeah, that I hope that happens. <laughs> well, now let me ask you this: Does she share your same views? Oh yeah, definitely. She does. Okay. Yeah. But the, but you were mentioning there was a time when you were younger, you didn't think the way you do today. What? No, so when I, you know, when I was in college, well, when I was in high school, I became born again because one of my, a couple of my friends were really into it. This was 1971, and it was kind of the early stages of the evangelical movement, uh, kind of the hippie evangelical movement, right? And we had long hair, played guitars, sang kumbaya, and, and uh, non-denominational. You know, we we recognized religion wasn't that cool. But, you know, a one-on-one relationship with Jesus was. But then I took it seriously and, and thought, well, if I'm going to do this, I should go to a religious school. So I went to Pepperdine. I was going to originally major in theology, but I really wanted to be a college professor because I really loved that as a profession, lecturing, reading, sure. studying, and so forth. And uh, But to, to do that, you have to get a PhD in theology. You have to master four languages. Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic, and Latin. I could barely get through Spanish. So I realized this is probably not my my skill set, right? So I switched to psychology, and that got me into science and experimental experimental psychology and testing things. And eventually, after about seven years, I just quietly abandoned my faith. I wasn't obnoxious about it. I think probably my family was relieved because I was constantly uh, witnessing, which is what evangelicals do. They witness for the Lord. You go door to door, you talk to people because you want to save their souls and so on. So I have a feeling my friends and family were relieved I I dropped religion. Michael, uh, tell us about your $1,000 challenge. Oh my gosh, yes, right. No one's taking me up on that. 
well, you know, you see all these people on social media and on TV, all the pro-UFO people uh, going on and on about these UAP videos. A disclosure is going to happen at any moment. The government's going to uh, tell us what they really know. And so I, I just simply said, all right, look, I'll put up a thousand bucks if you put up a thousand bucks. If we can say by, say, December 31st, 2023, so, you know, a year and a half from now, um, I bet that the government will not be uh, releasing any statements saying we know for sure. And by that, I mean, again, the National Academy of Sciences, the president holds a press conference and announces, you know, we have made contact and, you know, the world's leading scientists all agree. Yep, we looked at it. Here it is. It's it's definite, right? So if that happened, I'd be happy to fork over a thousand bucks because I'd be excited. That would be great. But the challenge is meant to, to kind of push people. How much do you actually believe this? You'll see these people on on TV saying, oh, it's going to happen for sure. hundred percent is going to happen in the next couple of months. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think so. So but I got a thousand bucks. Uh, and then, you know, no one even responds. So, you know, I don't mean it as a publicity stunt. I, I, I really, you know, happy to put, I may increase it 10 to one. I may put up 10,000 bucks of my own money for, for somebody to put up a thousand, just put it in a, in an account that somebody else can control. And then when the date comes, uh, you know, if it happens, then they get the money. If it doesn't happen, then I get the money. Can your savings weather an economic storm? Think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. It's why people are flocking to it now and why Birch Gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole... Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again. Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Uh, we've got that link for you at coasttocoastam.com under tonight's program, folks, if you want to go take a look at that. Also, your analysis of UAPs. Tell us about that, Michael. Yeah, so I wrote uh, an article for Quillette. If you uh, if you just search Shermer, Quillette, Shermer UAP. So there I, I, I lay out what I think are the three hypotheses on the table uh, for what these videos represent. And not just these videos. I mean, we've seen films and videos for 50 years, right? And you, you know about all those. Sure. And so... 
what are they? Okay, so there's three hypotheses, ordinary terrestrial. And, you know, here I'll give you the list of possibilities from Leslie Keene, whom I know you know, who's a, you know, a largely pro-UFOlogist from her book, UFOs, Generals, Pilots, and Government Officials Go on the Record. Leslie Keene says that 90 to 95% of all UFO sightings can be explained as, quote, weather balloons, flares, sky lanterns, planes flying in formation, secret military aircraft, birds reflecting the sun, planes reflecting the sun, blimps, helicopters, the planets Venus or Mars, meteors, meteorites, space junk, satellites, swamp gas, spinning eddies, sun dogs, ball lightning, ice crystals, reflected light off clouds, lights off the ground, or lights reflected on a compact cockpit window, temperature inversions, hole punch clouds, the list goes on. All right, so whatever it is we're talking about, it's probably in that 95% bin. Now, the other two are also possible. I'm not saying they're impossible. The other two are uh, extraordinary terrestrial. So this would be like Russian or Chinese. Mm -hmm. That's usually what you Advanced technology, far beyond anything we have. And then the third hypothesis is extraordinary extraterrestrial. These are aliens. So I claim that whenever somebody comes up with a new X, what is this video? What is this photograph? There's a 95% probability by the UFO people's own estimate that it's ordinary terrestrial phenomenon. Now, to put it in the other two bins, you know, we, we would need some extraordinary evidence for extraordinary claims. So if Russia has drones that are able to do these things, we're told that these UAP videos are cap- showing us that they're capable of doing, we should see these now in Ukraine. They should be using this technology. Exactly. They, w- they would use that technology. If yes, they and they're not. We don't see anything like that in Ukraine. So that tells us, well, okay, it's probably not Russian. If it's Chinese... You would think maybe they'd use it in Taiwan or something, but, you know, who knows. And then extraordinary extraterrestrial, this would be aliens, right? Chances of aliens having something like a super-fast drone seems unlikely. It's possible, but, um, you know, if we make contact with aliens, they're not going to be just like 50 or 100 years ahead of us. They're going to be like 100,000 or a million years. Or a million years, yeah, or more. I mean, they again, they would be indistinguishable from God. I mean, they would be capable of things that we just can't even conceive of, right? So if we're, you know, this is one explanation for the Fermi paradox. Where is everybody? You know, the zoo, the kind of the cloaking zoo, you know, they're secret. They're, they are here. They're watching us, but we, we can't see them because they're, maybe they're not physical beings anymore. Maybe they're, you know, on light beams or they're in the cloud or something like that. I mean, it, again, it's, you know, we can't even conceive of what they might be like. So, but, uh, so you come across a new mystery. What is it? 95% chance it's in that first bin. It could be in the other two bins, not impossible, but very unlikely. I don't think it's Russian. I don't think it's Chinese. I don't think it's us. So if we rule that out, what's left? Well, ordinary terrestrial, that is camera effects, Mylar balloons, you know, jet engines of a, you know, a jet that's moving away from you or right directly at you. It doesn't look like it's moving. You know, I live in Southern California, so I can see planes coming into LAX and leaving LAX. And when it's in your light of sight, it's kind of weird looking because it, it, you can tell it's a plane, but it doesn't seem to be moving. And the reason is because it's coming right at you or it's going right directly away from you. And so there's a lot of effects like that. If you look at the Tic Tac video, uh, there's a moment where the, the, the little tic-tac blurry, again, it's probably just the, the heat signature of the engine of the jet moving away from the, the camera. 
But at some moment, it, it zooms off to the left, and, and these UAP UFO people make a big deal about how fast it moved off to the left. No one, except my friend McWest, who pointed this out, points out that the, in the upper left corner of the video, there's a, a, a thing called zoom, and it goes from 1.0 to 2.0. The camera zoomed in, double, uh, you know, double zoom, and that's what made the object move. <laughs> if the object didn't move at all, the camera zoomed in on it. The camera moved. In this case, the lens moved. So I think these videos are all much more likely to be just artifacts of cameras, lens, lights. Well, but don't you think the government would have said that, Michael? They you would think so. I'm amazed at, at these press conferences. Uh, I'm just quite confident that you know, if a couple of amateurs can figure this out, and, you know, surely someone in the Pentagon must know this. What I think, George, honestly, is they know perfectly well what's going on. And that just like back in the Cold War days, they didn't tell us what, you know, these Project Mogul, for example, you know, launching these balloons in the upper atmosphere to listen to Soviet uh, upper atmosphere nuclear tests. Of course, they're not going to tell us that. Of course, they lie to the citizens, right? So I, I think it's going to be something like that. In 20 years, we may know. Just remember, it's like the stealth bomber. You know, this is one of the spookiest sure. things you've ever seen. It's so cool. But if we didn't know it, you know, and you just saw this thing out in the desert at dusk at some night, and you didn't know about it, it would look like a UFO. But now we know about it. So I suspect it could be something like that, and they're just not telling us. What did you think of the congressional hearing from several weeks ago? Pretty disappointing. I mean, they just showed, they didn't even show the best of the crummy video. No, or they didn't even have the best of the of, of so-called witnesses. Terrible. It was just embarrassing. I mean, they're fumbling around trying to show that one video. <laughs> I'll tell you, here's something I, uh, that I noticed in the 60 Minutes piece uh, that Bill Whitaker did on UAPs. He had Navy pilot Ryan Graves. Who was one of these that saw, you know, tracked and saw a, a, a UAP? So they talked about this, and then he kind of lets drop an interesting sentence. He said he had been seeing these UAPs quote every day for at least a couple years. Well, hang on, Hello? is that true? Given that nearly every passenger in a commercial airliner, everybody at the beach, people walking along the sidewalk near the ocean down in Oceanside there in San Diego where these things were shot, they all have high-resolution video cameras in their pockets, in their smartphones. There should be hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of photos and videos of all these UAPs, and we got nothing. We got those three or four videos. That's it. So if this is true, and they're really out there buzzing our military bases or whatever, there should be just tons of videos. By the way, I'm on the uh, Galileo Project uh, team with... Um, um, Avi Loeb at Harvard. He's the sure. head of the Harvard Astronomy Department. Now, he, he's a believer. He's Well, sort I, of, again. I, I know you hate <laughs> that word, but... Yeah, he's a good scientist. He says he thinks that the Oumuamua object was possibly extraterrestrial. He, he says he doesn't know, but he thinks it could be. I, I agree. It could be. So let's look. And so I like this project. I'm on the team I support. Oh, well, that's good. So let's set up cameras everywhere and film like crazy and figure out what the heck is going on here. And you're not offended when people call you the skeptic, are you? I like it. I'm proud of it. That's what I do. It's <laughs> the name of my magazine. <laughs> Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.